This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Welcome back to AMI Audio Live. We are in the atrium of the Canadian War Museum. Things are really starting to fill up in here. I've heard rumors they're expecting upwards of 450 people tonight. Jesse, that's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. That, I would say now we're about halfway there. That's almost as many people who came to my 30th birthday party. <laughs> almost, give or take. Or, that's an Italian wedding. <laughs> yeah, it's an Italian wedding, exactly. <laughs> so we're, of course, here to celebrate CNIB's 100 with a special AMI Audio Live presentation. The voice you heard before was my co-host, Jesse Archambault. She's a presenter for AMI Tele, our French sister station in the TV world. But we're also joined by Adrian Breda. He's going to be, as he said to, to us during the break, tickling the ivories tonight, playing some piano during the event. And Jesse, first question goes to you. Uh, Adrian, what does it mean for you to be here tonight at the CNIB event, at this anniversary? It's a huge honor. Huge honor. Um, I've been affiliated and good friends with John Rafferty for a long time, the CNIB being the affiliation, but I got to know him very well, and he's like a kindred spirit to me. So he called me up uh, last fall or last summer, and, and he says, we're doing the centennial. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. He's like, we're doing it Ottawa. Well, that's amazing. He said, we want you to come. I'm like, that's even more amazing. <laughs> so anyways, uh, it, it's, a, it's a really special really special place in my heart, the uh, CNIV. To play, yeah. To play, yeah. This, this might seem like a bit of a... Of a, of a crazy question to ask to a musician but i think it's important we talk about it why is music important it always seems like that's one of the first things that goes when a school is cutting funding or when individuals are looking for that thing to do in their in their spare time so why is music such an important thing for people to participate in because it's another language it's simply another language that you don't have to worry about speaking i mean unless you're a vocalist um which which is where i started singing and then it grew to the piano, and then it grew to the guitar. Uh, I think it's a very important language to express, to communicate, right? You don't have to say anything in words. You can just pick up an instrument, and the inflection is there. Mm. Whether you're playing guitar, you bend the string a certain way, you feel it. Piano, a little different. It's a little bit more rigid, you know. Um, but you can, still, you can still use the piano as a tool to express yourself, which I do in a different way with, with singing. So it's kind of like my tool for singing, but in this application tonight, I get to just play the piano. I don't have to worry about singing. I don't have to worry about forgetting words. <laughs> you can blow your vocal cords with us for, uh, before you get up there. Yeah, so no singing tonight. Yeah, and, but going back to your question, it's communication at the end and, mm -hmm. and, and, and emotion, right? And why did, you, why did you decide to become a musician? Um, did it just well, come naturally to you? or? To be honest with you, um, there's two uh, mind frames. One was I had a, a, a brother that was into music and playing guitar. And he uh, suggested to my mom, said, listen, he's got a voice. Get him in singing lessons. And she did that. And then uh, piano followed. And then I just picked, I learned to play the guitar. And um, uh, so, yeah, I mean... Um, it just happens. It just you. happens that way, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't sought out. Even the doctors at Sick Kids when I was first diagnosed said, you know, you should get them into something art-based. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I don't really remember how it all happened. I just remember around the age of 11 and 10, that's when it started, the music part. 
So the music that you're going to be performing tonight, is it an original composition? Did you uh, borrow from uh, some nice sheet music? What's, what's the plan for this evening? Here's what I love. I improvise. I create on the spot. So I'm basically, I'm composing tonight. I'm going to play and I'm going to create ideas for upcoming uh, projects. And that's the way it works because there's 450 people that you said there are going to be here. I'm going to get something from each person, whether they know it or not, or whether I know it or not. I might just go there on the piano. I'm like, well, I'm going to use this idea for later, and I'm going to store it in the back of my mind. Because I'm really a singer-songwriter. I love playing. I love recording. But I really love recording because recording, you can capture that timeless uh, performance that lives forever. You know, Mm -hmm. like nowadays, thank God for iTunes, and you can just upload it. And whether it's there in 100 years or 200 years, which we all think it will be, um... It'll live on way past my... It's my legacy, basically. Well, recording. Well, we've kept you along from the piano keys for long enough. I even heard you warming up a little bit earlier. You sounded fantastic. So you you mentioned it. You said it can live forever. Where can people find more of your music? You can go to iTunes and just type in my name, Adrian Breda. It will come up. I have three albums there. Um, You can go to my website, adrianbreda.com. And I spell Adrian, A-D-R-I-E-N. B as in Bob, R-E-D-A dot com. That is awesome. Adrian, thanks so much for stopping by and and break a leg tonight. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Looking forward to hearing more of you today. Thank you so much. Excellent, excellent. That's Adrian Breda. He'll be performing the music tonight. You'll probably hear some of the faintest tones of that as our uh, talk show continues along the way. But as Adrian mentioned, you can find some of his work on iTunes. Adrian Breda, A-D-R-I-E-N-B-R-E-D-A. I I cannot wait to hear some of that ivory being tickled into our ears. Jesse, as I mentioned, it's getting busy in here, and so is our table. It is, yeah. (laughs) So we're moving right on to our next guest, who was one of the organizers of this event, which uh, we can tell when we're talking about that many individuals. That's no joke. So we want to welcome to the table uh, Matisse Amel Nellis. Matisse, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for taking some time off your busy schedule for tonight to, to be with us tonight. No problem. So tell me, what went into organizing this event? Nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> it was a lot of you know hard work, determination, um, just real teamwork with all of us from CNIB. Our amazing, incredible volunteers, you know, just everybody coming together for the same goal and mission to really celebrate CNIB's 100th anniversary here at the War Museum. So it's, it's incredible to see it all come to life. And what do we have here in the atrium? We have little kiosks everywhere. Yeah, so we have several booths around the uh, lobby here at the War Museum. Uh, The first being the CNIB Century of Change Award exhibit. Uh, The CNIB Century of Change Awards are being presented to over a thousand individuals across Canada for their dedication to not only CNIB, but also to the sight loss community at large. So, you know, over a thousand. It's incredible. And a lot of them were through nominations, which is amazing. Uh, Then moving along, we have a booth about our CNIB guide dog program, where we'll have a few of our guide dog puppies in training who will be joining us as well. I know that's a highlight for a lot of people that are waiting. (laughs) Then we have an uh, accessible technology exhibit that spans uh, the history of accessible technology over the last hundred years, and then looking to the future, which is with some help from Microsoft themselves, looking at uh, new and developing accessible technologies coming up. 
coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's so cool. <laughs> you, you kind of mentioned it in your first answer there, but now that you're starting to see the room fill in, Adrian's here. He's going to get his fingers on the piano yes. soon. Craig's here. He's ready to MC. How does it start to feel as you see the room filling in and the events kind of kicking off at this point, seemingly without a hitch? Knock on wood. <laughs> um, honestly, it, it kind of brings a tear to my eye to see all that hard work that we've put in really come to life and people enjoying it and really loving everything that they're seeing and experiencing. So I'm really excited to get this program going and just really celebrating tonight. Will you have time to celebrate? We'll have a little bit of time for fun tonight or just we'll organizing? See. We'll see. We'll see. But definitely, um, for me, it's just seeing the smile on everybody's faces and really celebrating being in the area to celebrate and being in that same spirit with us that makes it all worth it for me what are you looking forward to uh, for this evening what, yeah, I, I know, I know so many things I know it's kind of a big question because you ran down that wonderful list of all those incredible booths that you have here and exhibits and of course like the museum itself is just a stunning stunning place oh, yeah. but, but what are you looking forward to I think the highlight for me will be uh, witnessing some of our CNIB Century of Change recipients actually receiving the rewards. Mm. Um, you know, their dedication and the support and everything they've done, you know, not just for CNIB, like I said, but also for the sight loss community is just remarkable. So to see them being honored the way they should is just incredible. And I know there's probably going to be a little bit of social media going tonight, these kind of things. There will. How can people be keeping up? Obviously, we want them to listen to myself and Jesse because we're <laughs> a lot of fun. Of course. But, but for folks who might want to be getting an opportunity to check in on Twitter, Facebook, etc., where can they uh, where can they be uh, checking in? So they can follow the hashtag, hashtag CNIB100 or hashtag Hashtag INCA100 for French. Um, and also following us on social media, particularly on Twitter, where we'll be live tweeting throughout the night. Um, and that handle is at CNIB. At CNIB. That sounds good to us. Hey, Matisse, uh, we really appreciate all the work you've done putting this event together. And we know it's going to be a wonderful evening as it comes along. So we wish you a wonderful evening. We thank you for your hard work. But mostly we thank you for stopping by and helping us with our radio show because you've been so, so helpful putting this together for us. Thank you guys so, so much for being here. You know, I hope you guys have fun as well and get to experience <laughs> the booths and everything. Uh, well, we're going to be pretty busy, Matisse. Uh, we're going to be pretty busy. We are busy. having fun already. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely having a good time already. Thank you, Matisse. Uh, have yourself a wonderful night. You too. Matisse ML Nellis, she was the uh, communication specialist for CNIB, and she was the project manager for Centennial CNIB, which is what we're celebrating tonight, Jesse. We sure are. <laughs> so, Jesse, we have a few minutes before we go to our first break. Our, our co-op student, Anna Cleet, did such an amazing job of sharing some facts with us about the CNIB. Should we share a couple of them? We sure can, Okay, yeah. let's, let's run right from the top. Each year, Canadians who are blind or partially sighted receive more than 500,000 hours of direct support from CNIB, helping them build their independence and fully participate in life. That's incredible. 500,000 500, hours. hours. Whoa. And every minute, three Canadians turn to CNIB to inquire about information, support to overcome challenges of vision loss. Every, every minute. Every single minute. Every year, CNIB helps more than 10,000 children and youth build their daily living skills, improve their confidence, and overcome the changes of growing up without vision. Staggering numbers, Jesse. Absolutely staggering yeah. numbers. And CNIB is Canada's largest producer of alternative format materials and is certifying body of Braille transcription. 
and that's one that uh, we know is such a critical role in terms of getting either either uh, unique brands of uh, of books and formats and mm-hmm. research material, school material, but even just for recreational reading, right? Exactly. So that's such, such an important thing to do. Jesse, big news. Big news sat down at our table right now. Uh, yes. Your opportunity to, to maybe talk <laughs> to the president and CEO of AMI is at the table. So if you were going to ask for a raise, now's the opportunity. You can talk um, I might wait after the podcast. Here. Yeah, yeah. So listen, we have David Arrington at the table right now, but we have to break away for a very, very quick break. After the break, we sit down with President and CEO of Accessible Media Incorporated, David Arrington. We'll also find out about a visual artist who designed a coin for the Royal Canadian Mint to also be part of the centennial celebration. This is AMI Audio Live. We are in the atrium of the Canadian War Museum. Myself, Dave Brown, my co-host, Jesse Archambault. Uh, We're going to have plenty more guests coming your way, as well as live onstage presentations going on a little bit later in the show. Don't forget, you can be a part of the celebration using the hashtag CNIB100. Again, after the break, President and CEO of AMI, David Arrington. I'm Dave Brown, alongside Jesse Archambault. We'll be back in just a moment. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepherd of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Shaun of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.
Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.